getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Live from the first United Bank studio, it's time for the fastest growing game show in the world. Take versus take, Friday edition. Friday take versus take means it's at 12.15. Clint Scott, Josh Foppel, Brendan Riker. It is the bottom line, 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. I have the questions, which means your gladiators in the dome of take versus take. Brennan and Josh. Can't wait to do the thumbs down on whoever loses it. Finish them. Are, are, are you are you Commodus or are you just... Oh, I'm not even asking. I'm just... <laughs> Kick his head in. All right. <laughs> Throw him in the tiger pit. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Uh, all right. Let's see. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Josh is first. All right. Uh, if you went back... Anywhere in the early 1900s, oh. and you found a night, uh, you found a sports fan sure. from that era. Now you guys can go any sport, any level for this. But what would be the most blind, mind-blowing thing from today's sports landscape to try and describe to them? Could be uh, a rule, a play, a finish, you know, an entire career, whatever that is to you. What would be like have like 1920s? Let's name him Wilbur. What would just like Ugh. shock, awe, maybe confusion and skepticism from Wilbur? What would you describe to him? Um, I have to look something up. Um, Cheater. Mm. We will weigh that in our decision. That's at fine. At the judge's table. Am okay. I at the judge's table? No, oh, I am. Okay. Uh, tr- trying to trying to explain uh, the countdown clock. Uh, or basically the timer on baseball pitches. Okay. Uh, because then you have to explain the concept of a digital clock. And then <laughs> 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 the automatic countdown. And yeah, basically that, that this is what baseball is. By the way, this is what, first off, okay, you know a clock. It's digital. Uh, what's digital? Uh, yeah, so it's having to go through that entire process. <laughs> I like that answer. Yeah. I like that. So it's not a singular sports moment. Because I, I bet if you just went with like, <laughs> hey, pitches are timed now. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, okay, I don't love that, whatever. Yeah. Or that's different. But the, the outside factor, that's well done. Well done, Josh. Strong entry. Brennan? I want to say the uh, touchdown celebrations. <laughs> what uh, What is a... A dab. What? What is this? The uh, the what is a gritty? What 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 is this? I think that would be so difficult to explain, and also very entertaining to see someone from the 1900s mm-hmm. reaction to um, the gritty. Mm-hmm. I heard um, someone in a in a, like a Q and A thing to like a sports writer and stuff. They said, "What do you think the reaction would be to like Clay Matthews' old?" Uh, his like predator celebration when he sacks someone, he said a player like Mean Joe Green would probably take mm-hmm. him out at the knees, like mm-hmm. if, if he saw him doing that. Um, both really good answers. I, I'm gonna give the point to Josh. I like having to explain, <laughs> like even more, like blow their minds with outside factors from the actual sport rule or whatever itself. But very good answers, Brennan. Down one zero. Can you answer? Even it up. What is a career that you have no business doing that you wish you'd be good at? Ooh. Uh, NBA player. <laughs> I, I have no business being in the NBA. I would love. I would have loved to be exceptionally good at basketball, and just to go be in the professionals as a basketball player to be able to to be able to touch the rim without a ladder. <laughs> That would be a novel concept for me. Have you looked into slam ball yet? Because I think I have found the sport for you. Oh, no. My friend. Trampolines. It used to be on Spike TV. And now it's on ESPN. So Okay. 
Season 2 coming to a court near you. Well, actually, that's not true. It's only in Las Vegas. They play on the same court. But uh, back to an ESPN... ESPN Plus, I guess, is where some of them were on. And then mm. some of them were no on idea. ESPN 2. I think the bulk of them were ESPN Plus, though. Coming to an ESPN Plus account near you. Season 2. Josh. Uh, explain the question again. Sorry, or say, say the question again. What is a career that you have no business doing that you wish you would be good at? No business doing. So that's part, probably getting me thrown off a little bit, but just one that I wish I would be good at is drone operator. Um, mm. But in the in terms but of... I bet you could be good at that. Yeah. Now. So that's what I mean is like, it's kind of throwing me off. But in the, the reason for my answer is, what was the movie with the ambulance recently? That It was Jake Gyllenhaal, and I don't know anybody else in that movie, but um, they captured some really cool footage from a drone. Uh, following the scenes and stuff like that, and uh, is it bad when you, when you first led into that and you're like, "What's that movie recently with the ambulance scene?" And my mind jumped to Cocaine Bear because uh, <laughs> the ambulance scene made me laugh, re- made me chuckle <laughs> watching it in you theaters. Had to watch it made it. me laugh. I didn't have to. Oh, you had have, to oh, watch okay, it. Okay, I okay. did it for fun. <laughs> it's kind of underwhelming. I'll be honest, but I was entertained. I don't know what I I, I haven't seen the movie. It was. No. So what's your answer? Drone operator. Drone operator. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Brennan. <laughs> I like I like the angle. All right, we're tied. Mm. Friday crown up for grabs. Josh. Happy October, everybody. Now that we're several days into it. You're in a haunted house. Oh no. Made specifically for you. Uh. We all know how haunted houses work, right? You go room to room to room, and usually it gets scarier and scarier. You've uh, wandered, you've weaved, you've wobbled through this haunted house specifically for you, and you stand in front of a closed door. It is the final room. What do you expect to be behind that door? If it's tailored for me. It's tailored for you. Uh, There's really only like two things that I'm really... uh, at a haunted house, I would probably be afraid of. If I don't like perfect dark, like when it's no way to turn the lights back on, uh, I don't like that. Uh-huh. Uh, and if there was a kind of sudden drop, I'm fine with heights. It's the mm-hmm. drops that get me. So like if I think what I would be expecting is being able to see something, not being able to tell the drop is there, Mm-hmm. Um, lights being at, go out and I'm already feeling uncomfortable because I can't there's no way out you show the ent- you show the exit it's like mm-hmm. this is where you're supposed to go and I'd be like this is not going to be as simple as it is and that and that drops dramatic drop and I would just like in my stomach would come up to my throat I would be like screaming my head off I would it would not be fun for anybody <laughs> I like it. Yeah. You don't. I like the I answer. don't. Okay. For me, if 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 I'm walking to the last room and it's I got to save someone, like it's let's say they have captured someone that I know very well. And to get to them, I have to get through a pit of needles. Oh. Help me out. I'm nope. That's that's absolutely not going to happen. That's and, saw two stuff. Yes, it's and, and and that's the reason why that would horrify me. It's like I have never been more horrified of any ideal than a pit of used needles. I feel like Brennan has actually been mentally scarred from that. <laughs> so uh, he gets the point. <laughs> great, great answers. Great, great sure. round. That was a lot yeah. closer than what the scoreboard showed. Sure. I thought you had it. I thought you had it. Brennan is your uh, take versus take winner, though. Good, good yeah, round, right. everybody. Good, good job, Josh. I Thanks. mean, this wasn't the, uh, you, you know, the preseason banter that was going back and forth. I mean, there's a lot of trash talk. You said something <laughs> bad about my mother. And <laughs> but, I mean, that was very civil. It was. It was. It's a very come-to-the-center-of-the-field kind, of, uh, kind of ending. Stuff. Mm. I feel like if mine, if I opened that last door. Yeah. It would be all like the people that that I love dearly in my life, and they've been zombified. 
mm-hmm. but they're not just zombies. They've turned into like mutant wildcat willies, so they're all just like human on the bottom, and they have the wildcat head. For you, it'd be like your family members are all wearing purple. Yeah, and well, instead of like you know walking around slowly and going like brains, they're like quarterback keeper. And then they're like doing, they're like doing this. (laughs) Flat limit penalties. No receiver screens. I hate it. I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength <laughs> to do it. It's the bottom line, 100.7, the score, 107, the score.com. Congratulations to your take versus take winner, Brennan. His prize is he gets to play a money play of the day All right. when we come back. Keep it right do? here. You do. Bringing you the truth or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7, the score. Welcome back to the bottom line, a Friday edition. You've got us on 100.7 The Score and 100.7thescore.com. Take us anywhere with a mobile app brought to you by Happy State Bank. It's time for a little more competition. Uh, Every Friday, of course, at this time, we make our weekend picks or blind projections and show just how bad things can go. Or at least that's been my approach this year. Jamie is uh, the leader. You're number two. You're number two. What are you laughing at? You're number three. It's the bottom line, 100.7 score. Clint Scott, Jamie Lint, Brennan Riker. Riker. Riker, let's get into it, fellas. I don't know why I said it like that. Just Almost like a question mark. Riker? Riker. Start off with... So Emil. he's the third Riker? <laughs> I don't think he should. Probably. You want, you want to be called that? I'd prefer not to be called that. <laughs> He could be known as the third streaker. Who? So Chuck's number one. Choice is number two, I guess. Apparently, as many times as he's been sent sans clothing in my office, mm-hmm. leaving outlines without everywhere. Me there, mm-hmm. in case anybody was wondering. Mm-hmm. Just putting general body happenings back there. Who knows what happens when the door's closed? Uh, he'll never tell you. Let's start off with the ALCS. So we know we know we'll have at least two more games. Uh, I want to know how many the Rangers win over today's contest, 3.30, Sunday 97.7, and Sunday. Jamie? One. One. Brindog? You know what? Give me two. Okay, I'll Rangers go. will take care of business somehow, some way. I'll go the other way. I'll go none. Yeah, I'll go none. How about total home runs between both teams over the next two games? Brennan, a lot of power between all these bats. Between the next two games? Mm-hmm. Total number of runs. Total number of home runs. Home, home, home runs. runs, I'm sorry. Home runs combined over the next two games. Six. Five. Seven. Sorry, I was thinking I was totally going to go. But since you wanted five, I'll go seven. Thank you for boxing me in. I appreciate it. You're that. welcome. Uh, let's go to one game in the NFL we'll pick. Of course, the Dallas Cowboys are on a bye week. Um, bye week. <laughs> ouch. Ouch. No, they were fine. They got the Chargers. Sure. Speaking of those Chargers... They're at Kansas City. Give me the Chiefs. Chiefs. Why are we picking this game? Why are we not picking the Eagles and uh, the Dolphins, Dolphins on Sunday Night Football? All right, That's fine. by far the best game of the week. Fine. Fine. I mean, who's going to pick the Chargers? I was going to see. Brennan? For the record, I was going to pick the Chiefs. Okay, yeah. So, now... Are we amending this or are we adding? You know what? Add it. Add it. No, amend it. Amend okay. it. I, that's just one that's going to mess up my math of keeping it on 10 every week. <laughs> yeah, that Fine, you're a print. But throw us off. Take away my Kansas City Chiefs Kingdom happiness over here. Just... We'll pick the better game. The Alabama quarterbacks going head to head. One of the best from the AFC, one of the best from the NFC. 
Silly me. Dolphins at Eagles, Jay. How dumb am I? <laughs> Instead of picking the one that we all know is a layup for Clint's Chiefs. We don't know that. Just so just so we can talk about the Chiefs. I'm gonna be I'm gonna call you a jinx if the Chiefs <laughs> lose. They won't though. Fine, Jamie. Dolphins or Eagles. Where is it? It's your game, man. I'm just kidding. It's at Philly. I think I'm going to go with Miami still. It's interesting because for Sneed and I's bottom line big five, we did road winners. And I, for one of my picks, I said the Dolphins would go into Philadelphia and get a win. So you and I agree. I just think the Eagles have not looked great at Mm -hmm. all this year. I think that right now the Dolphins are close to what, you know, playing the best that they can. And the Eagles are nowhere close that close to that. And I want I think if this game was maybe played week twelve, depending on what happens, I'd probably go the other a direction. Deal. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, so two dolphins over here just being a pod. Two peas in a dolphin pod. I was Brandon, gonna be different, third? but I'm gonna go with Miami too. Oh, this is awesome. What a change. Glad we changed it. Okay, let's go to the <laughs> college football. Matt, okay. Do you want me to change? I'll no. change. Give me the Eagles. Never change. Jamie. I want to be the Eagles. Never, you, I want the Eagles. Can you save that? Soar, Eagles, soar. <laughs> Go, Eagles. I was just kidding. Nope. Put the Eagles down. Put I want the, the Eagles. The, I'll be hard. I will be rooting for the Eagles extremely hard. So I might as well just pick them. You're, you're, oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah I forgot you're a Bills. Could have went Bills, Patriots. Yeah, everyone would have picked the uh, Patriots, right? Everyone would have picked the Patriots, yes. I'm just kidding. Mm -hmm. All right, let's burn through this. Big 10, 7th ranked Penn State at Ohio State. Why are we picking this game? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'll take the Nittany Lions, Jamie. Who do you want? (laughs) You try hard. You work over uh, a hot Brickham stove all day. Brendan, that was so worth it. And then they say it's dried out. Who would you like? I'll take Ohio State. I don't want to pick the same as you. It just makes it boring. I think Ohio State as well. Okay, I'll take Nittany, well, Nittany Lion Island. Uh, Texas is at Houston. This is a 23.5 point spread in favor of the <laughs> Longhorns. This is a spread pick, Jamie. Longhorns uh, cover it? Yes. Brennan? Yes. I'll say no because I don't want to be on the same. You know, it's boring. Okay. That's Actually, good. I was I was gonna go Houston. Here. Yeah. Yeah. I think they only lose by twenty two. Uh, UCF is at Oklahoma. Oklahoma is a seventeen and a half point favorite. The return of Dylan Gabriel playing his former team that he came from. This is also a spread pick. Again, at Oklahoma, seventeen and a half points. You taking it? Yes. Taking Oklahoma. Yeah. Brennan. Oklahoma. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I'm not going to differ from you guys, and mm-hmm. I will not change this. <laughs> okay. How about Baylor at Cincinnati? So, so is your pick OU? Yes, big time. This one is is really intriguing to me this mm-hmm. weekend. It's like the lame game, but it's interesting because they're on the so same level. Interesting. Yeah, I'll take Cincinnati. Brennan. Cincinnati. Oh man, I can't. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight with my three take Thursday, okay. And I'll go the opposite of what I said on there, just okay. to just to see if I can spread. And to be fair, I did say I wouldn't pick another newbie in the Big Twelve because I keep on getting ever. screwed from it. So yeah, so okay, Baylor. yeah, give me the Bears on the road, big winner. I hate that pick. Oklahoma State's at West Virginia, uh, another good game in the Big yep. Twelve this week. Brennan, you got the Mountaineers or the Cowpokes? Mountaineers. I am now on the tour of apologizing to the Cowboys, so give me Oklahoma State on the road. Okay, I'll take West Virginia. Mm. How about TCU at Kansas State? Uh, I guess I'll go first. Give me the Wildcats at home. Me as well. Samesies. Mm. Mm. Texas Tech is at BYU. Of course, we need a score on this one. Jamie, what is, uh, what's going to happen? Do you have a coin I can borrow? I actually have two back there, the AI coins that we used there for a while. Yeah, ask ask the Google AI and they'll flip a coin for you. I'll I have got the Red Raiders winning at 35-33. High scoring. Higher scoring than most things. Nice. I have no clue. Yeah. None whatsoever. I have no idea who either one of these teams are. 
it might as well be week one. <laughs> That's a good point. It really, I mean, legitimately. Brennan, score? BYU 28, Texas Tech 21. Oh, who invited him? No, that was dangerously close to mine. Mm. Yeah, I think the Red Raiders win 28 to uh, 22. But he oh, said... Nice. He said BYU. Oh, you said BYU. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I'll, I'll well, keep up my score then. Score? Yeah, 28-21 Texas Tech. Sorry, I just was... So same score, just different team. Just assumed it was the same one. Okay, real quick, highest scoring game in the Big 12 this week for a tiebreaker. Um, Texas and Houston. Okay. Total number of points scored, right? Total number. Brennan? I'm going with OS... Uh, OSU and uh, West Virginia. West Virginia. All right, I'll take UCF Oklahoma. I like your, I like your tiebreaker. That's fun. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that was yeah, good. That was creative. Didn't well, want to change anything. Well done, Cliff. Yeah. That wasn't boring. Just kidding. Ooh. You know what? Take versus take. When we come back, it's about no. <laughs> Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. It is the Bottom Line 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Clint Scott, Jamie Lint, Brendan Riker. We're live from the first United Bank studio. Hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, thoughts, comments, limericks, if you want. Limericks. Limericks like this. How much paddle did Clint's pickle paddle pickle if the pickle paddle for pickleball wasn't pickle enough to paddle for a pickleball paddle? Nailed it. Well done. Was That was off the Yates Flooring Center track? Yeah, right there. Man, we got some awesome. well really smart listeners. Yeah. Uh, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. 40-3 to 3, Texas Tech. BYU is terrible. I saw them in Fort Worth. So, What's the line? Um, it is, uh, how much paddle did Clint's, no, I'm just kidding. I was going to go back into the, the That's good, Clint. You're welcome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Can you pull up good. all the Big 12 lines? Uh, yeah, here I got them. Texas Tech is a three-point favorite as of right now. Um, I think this opened as Tech is like a four-point favorite, okay. and it's dropped a point. Um, Oklahoma is a 17-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, Texas is a 23-and-a-half-point favorite against Houston. Cincinnati is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Over Baylor. I should have stuck with Cincinnati. Should have stuck with my gut. That's all right. Maybe I'll get the uh, point I, there from the Wish I wasn't stuck with my gut. <laughs> Got to eat more Belvitas. Uh, West Virginia is a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home against Oklahoma State. Kansas State is a six-and-a-half-point favorite at home against TCU. Okay, I want. is it time for Jamie's question of the day? Sure. Why not? Time now for Jamie's question of the day. And if Brendan and I don't like it, we'll just change it. Good chance it could happen. <laughs> Why don't you just tell me who you think has the likelihood of um, being the biggest upset in the Big 12 this weekend? Ooh. Well, I really think that Oklahoma State has a, a great chance to go into West Virginia and, and win that game, and I think they'll do it. Um I think you may start to see the deterioration of West Virginia. They've kind of hung on a little bit. You saw the cracks against Houston. It still took a miracle to beat them. Um, but from an Oklahoma State standpoint, I think the biggest thing about them is they, you know, we've had so much of a discussion about Texas Tech finding out who you are, and here we are, game number eight, and we still don't know it. I feel like we know even less. I mean, you kind of mentioned this. It feels like we know less. Uh, this week than we did like week two or three, which is crazy. But Oklahoma State, I think they found themselves a little bit, and, and they got a they have the best player on the field in this game with Ollie Gordon the second. Um, he is tremendous, um, and so I think uh, although it wouldn't be as shocking because it's a thin line, but mm-hmm. still I, I think that if you're taking an underdog, for me it's it's the it's the Cowboys. I just think with Oklahoma State, both of those wins when we saw them play well the last couple of weeks, quote-unquote well, has been at home. Sure. I think that's, okay. that's a good point. Yeah, and I don't think they played well against Oklahoma State. Or excuse me, against Kansas State. I think Kansas State was just terrible. 
Oh, I think yeah. they had really, really bad day. Um, Kansas, I didn't get to watch enough of that game, but I know they're still playing with their backup quarterback. Def- um, defensively in that game, Kansas was toasting them in the first half of Jason, throw, which does not compute. They're throwing it all over the field. And then until the fourth quarter, and they turned Ben don't break defense and then turned them over a couple of times, got a fourth down stop. Um, and so, I mean, through three quarters, they didn't look great against them defensively. Mm-hmm. Offensively, like I said, Gordon Gordon was fantastic. He was killing through through the ground and through the air. So, I mean, I know that that's also going to be in West Virginia's top of their scouting report, but Alan yeah. Bowman also played pretty well. I don't know if he can keep doing it, but I think this is more lack of trust with West Virginia. Who do you trust in the Big 12 Conference? Oklahoma. Not Texas? And Texas. What about uh, trust to be bad? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. I was thinking along those lines. Um, That's a great question. Uh, Because it's just week to week you find out Mm -hmm. There's more people vying for the worst team in the conference. And it seems like there's about eight of them fighting for that spot. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I think there are three games or potential upsets. Baylor at Cincinnati, Oklahoma mm-hmm. State at West Virginia, Texas Tech at BYU. And with the line, BYU I don't would be think, the upset. Yeah, I don't think Kansas State's losing to TCU. I think mm-hmm. they'll cover the six. I don't think Oklahoma's having any trouble with UCF and... Same with the Longhorns and the Cougs. Uh, I think in order, I would say the most likely upset is Baylor at Cincinnati. Okay. I'll take Oklahoma State at West Virginia 2 and BYU upsetting the Red Raiders 3. But I think all three of those could happen. I agree. And I think none of those could happen. Yeah. You could have massive hits. Like if I was a better... I wouldn't bet on the Big 12 at all. It's too volatile. Um, Is that like being a mattress mascot? Yes. That was a better? <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that was really bad. That was re- no, that was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Yeah. If I was a bettor, though, um, hanging out with Hunter Deckers, I would not I would not bet on the Big 12. Yeah. Um, and then bet on not- them to lose. You have too many variables week to week from both teams. They're going to be meeting up on any given Saturday. As no thanks. What in the world, man? And and like what I said, saying that about Oklahoma State, it's not even that I think Oklahoma State is suddenly great. I just that's part of I don't I don't trust West Virginia, and it feels like they're due for. I guess to show a few more cracks because I still don't believe in the Mountaineers and unfortunately... At least West Virginia has a good road win. You know, unlike Oklahoma State, their wins are at home. West Virginia went to TCU, a decent road win, win and beat up on TCU. I mean, mean, that's a good point. Um, But, yeah, for me, most likely, that's that's the one I would take. Again, Mm -hmm. but if you said, hey, you know, take out your wallet... Put a fifty down on it. <laughs> when no, did no. when did my wallet get a fifty in it? No, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Mrs. Lent usually only hands out fives, not fifties. Is that your allowance? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I get a hundred and six of them per week. Hundred and six fives. Yeah. <laughs> that's math. I don't want to do. That's uh. <laughs> I'm gonna go five hundred five hundred and thirty. Yeah. I got it. Yeah, after I said no, it. I, it. No, I was going I, into no. it. Fine, give me another one. No, no, Jamie. Forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. I'm mascotting here. What do you want, Mr. Talkie Talkie Mike guy? Be better. Go AC. <laughs> I'm a fan of air conditioning, too. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Oh, I'm well aware. Man, you know what? It's not worse than summer heat, but you're kind of getting in that stage where uh, it is as hot as it was outside in the summer. It's 
almost as hot inside of places because they crank up the heater too early and they overreact to it and it's a sauna inside. I hate that so much. So like my office right now? Yes, I despise it. It's radiating into the bullpen. Does it keep you out of my office? Job well done. <laughs> it probably sheds clothes quicker from outside outsiders going in there. I don't care what you fools are doing out there. It's not me. Yeah, whatever. I have I have not changed in the bullpen. Ever. The thing that I like about Naked and Afraid. <laughs> good show. That's a good show. If you had the opportunity, though, would you do it? Would you go on? No. It? No. No. What if it was just you? What if no. you didn't have to go with another person? No. No, 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 no. Why, Clint? We know the answer just by the question. Like, just he's looking you, for me to, to go, say, yeah, I would too. Just no. to say you'd do it. No. You know? Man, you Kansas people, what is your deal, man? Why you people got to be naked in the public all the time? It's not. It's it's in the jungle. Man, there are tigers out there. They don't want to see that. <laughs> the tigers have stayed away because they are bleeding from their eyes. Scared their stripes off with that stuff. <laughs> it's like they're Bigfoot. I swear I saw a naked person just randomly in the jungle. What are you talking about? We're in South America. Why would that happen? It's just Clint. <laughs> yeah, this camera's out, out of batteries, guys. It's Clint trying to find the Jayhawk game on the radio. Ain't he? It's the bottom line 100.7. <laughs> Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm going to give you guys the opportunity to tell me that I'm wrong. Right now here on 100.7 The Score. 107thescore.com and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. I do not need you to tell me that I'm crazy because we already... No, that one. That's been long established. Long before I ever started working here. I mean, I take drugs <laughs> from a lot of people. You can, you know, infer what you would like on my uh, respective craziness. So here's my question, my statement for you guys, and it involves the American League Championship Series. Right now, the series is tied 2-2. Two to two. There are exactly three games left in this series. Jamie, Brennan, the 100.7 The Score audience. This series will finish with the Rangers in six or the Astros in seven and no other possibility. Yeah, I think you're wrong. You are wrong. Yeah, I, I think the Astros could win the next two. That wouldn't be the shock of all shocks. Do you think if the Astros win in seven, they're winning or losing today? I think they get either this one or the next. I, like, in the seven, it's split the next two. I, I mean, obviously, because if the Rangers win the next two, it's over. Um, I really don't see the Astros sweeping both of the two starting pitchers that you've got lined up for the Rangers. It's a hot offense right now. It is, but you've got a couple of hot pitchers over there as well. Mm-hmm. I would agree. And, you know, we like to say that pitching beats uh, pitching beats offense in the playoffs. And the reason the Rangers have struggled the last two games is because you haven't got pitching. Yeah, pitching usually, good pitching usually beats good hitting all the time. Not just the playoffs. Well, it magnified gets magnified a bit in the playoffs. Yeah. And I still think at some point the Rangers lineup is going to get one of these. The they're just going to explode for twelve runs, and I know that seems insane for how good the Astros have been pitching. I also think that the Rangers could win this thing in seven, losing Game Six on Sunday. What's your reason that that's not going to happen? I I don't think if you lose one of the next two, you've used your two best bullets trying to get in at that point to try to get to game seven. Mm-hmm. And one of them didn't work. 
and at some point that affects what you can do with the rest of your pitching staff. You've got two solid bullets for your starting rotation with a bullpen that is rested that you have some very slim faith in that you can use the next two days. If you've got to use any of those pieces in the next two days, you won't have them for the third. And if you do try to use them in the third, your trust in them goes significantly further down. Yeah, but you would have to think the Astros would have to use their pen those games as well, unless you're just blowing them out. Yeah, I think there's too many different ways that that could not happen to say that you're right. Okay. Brennan? I'm kind of along the same lines of Jamie, kind of the opposite of you, Jeff. I think for the Rangers to win, it's going to be in seven. I I can really see the Astros winning these next two games, including tonight, because just with the momentum they've had. We've seen the momentum. We saw Rangers win first two. Astros win the next two. So, so you mean to tell me, Jeff, if the Rangers lost today, you would still feel like going to Houston, Houston have already won three in a row, you'd still feel like Rangers are going to get that one? If the Rangers lose tonight, yeah, then it's the... Because you said you didn't think the Astros could win in six. It, you can. I don't think you can get both of them in Houston. I don't think it can be Rangers in seven. I know, but you... You, you, you might be able to... F- you said I, it was. You said Houston in six was not a possibility. I don't think you can get both of them in Houston when you go back. Okay, that's that's fine. You lose tonight. I you could for I, you could get to six. I think you could force a seven. I don't think you can win in seven. I don't think you've got the pitching to win in seven. If you're the Rangers, okay, you're not quite understanding what I'm saying, so I'm just going to move on. If they lose tonight. <laughs> You're going to three two back to Houston for game six and game seven. You did not give the possibility. What were your two possibilities? You Rangers said, in six that uh-huh, they win tonight uh-huh. and tomorrow ball game, or Astros in seven, or Astros in seven. Which means you don't. I think don't the think Astros can win in six. I don't think they can beat both the the two guys you got starting for the Rangers. Okay, and I'm saying to you, if the Astros win tonight, they've won three straight games. Mm-hmm. They're heading back home. All of the momentum is on their side. All of the pressure is on the Rangers. I would feel about 80% confident that the Astros would win game six. Like I said, you guys can tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, I did. I did. Now I'm just rubbing it in. Sure. (laughs) It's fair. Like, that's the whole point of this. But it... Assuming you lose tonight, let's say you lose one nothing tonight. So you're using your bullpen, guys. Oh man, it, it's a tight game. Anything can happen. Every pitch counts. They're at high intensity all the way through for the Rangers. I still like your chances. I, I don't like the Astros' chances in beating both of these guys back to back. I think the Rangers could force a game seven. I don't think they've got the pitching to win game. Oh, seven. I think they could too. I agree. I agree. I think they could, but. Beating them back-to-back to to start a series is one thing. Beating them back-to-back when you've just taken three consecutive in their ballpark and now you're going back home is a different deal. The momentum would have just swung so dramatically and the dauber would be so down for the Rangers. Until you remember that you won the two games in Houston already. That's fair. With one of the pitchers you're throwing out there Mm -hmm. for game six. And oh, by the way, we all know, and we've used this yeah. stat a bunch, that the Astros just, are a much better team on the road than they were at home. Uh, it's just going to feel different at 1-0 or 0-0 in the series than it is th- down 3-2 oh, sure. having lost three consecutive games. I, I think the first two pitchers that we saw for the Astros in, in Verlander and from Valdez. I, also great. I think they're going to have much better outings than they did the first time around. Hope you're wrong, but I, I hope I'm wrong too. But I that's just the gut feeling right now. And it's it's the feelings of a fan. I mean, we feel great up two zero, and now two two. It's kind of it's not the end of the world, but you're like, oh, we're 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 on the edge of the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to switch places with me. 
Let him produce the morning drive and deal with Chuck and the end of the world after every loss this year. Yeah, it's not. If you lose tonight, it's the end of the world for Chuck. It's already. He's already. He's there. already there. He's already there. It's two two. The series is tied. Yeah. It, it's literally back to a nothing nothing series. You're playing a best of three, and he's already waving the white flag. Yeah. Like not even just a little. Like he's parading it down the street with fireworks and sparklers coming off the top of the flags. Mm-hmm. Like that's how up. Like no way that the Rangers are never winning a baseball game again. Almost attitude, and they might not. That is definitely a possibility. I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think no, there's too. I, I think there's too much fight. They may in this not lineup. lose another game or win another game this season, but I think you initially said they may not win another. No, no, game that's ever how again. that's how Chuck is acting. Yeah. Is they're never going to win I, another game. I think they will next year. I don't think they'll go zero and one sixty-two. Uh, this off the Gates Flooring Center channel. It's all moot. The Rangers just want to be able to celebrate on Houston's field in front of their fans. Oh, okay. No, I think they wanted to celebrate in front of their fans at home. That's mm. they'll celebrate. On the Astros field, if they have to, I don't think they wanted. To. I don't think that's what they would have preferred. Verlander mm-hmm. uh, gave up two runs, so he's going to pitch much better. So a shutout, complete game, or what? Yeah, hard to pitch much better than he did. Yeah, and, and, and Valdez he, it was just more had me the, combining Verlander's performance and yeah. Romber Valdez. And he just yeah. had the one bad inning. It was just unfortunately a lot of bad innings. And inning. again, they four, can, they can be even so much four better in that if one inning. the Rangers bats. I'm not saying that the bats can't get rolling again like the first two games, but right now it's kind of it's kind of on a downslope. And if you were listening to any of the broadcasts, TV or radio, they were all kind of talking about how Verlander's velocity is a little bit down. He's not hitting his spots as much as he had been the the first time that he went uh, came around with the the Astros before. Some of that is age. Some of that is just not having your best stuff the last few weeks. All of that could be moved. He could throw a no-hitter tonight and shut everybody up because he's got that kind of talent. Coming up, we'll get back to Red Raider football as they take on BYU. and We'll try to answer the impossible question with Tech football. I don't know what that question is, but we'll try to answer it. It's on the way. 100.7 the score. Bringing you the truth or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. What? Give me a look. What's a look? Speak. Use your words. I was going to say something. No. Hit me. Are we... Is there Astros baseball on the score? No. No Astros baseball. No, we've got the Rangers over on Sunny. Right. And that's at 3.30. Right. We can't guarantee that the Ranger, the Astros broadcast will be finished before we get to Cooper. That's what I said. That's what I was thinking. But then I, I hear things. And... Don't hear things. Why, why were you thinking? Why was I thinking? It'll I only hurt the ball club. Yeah. Have you not watched Bull Durham? Actually, I have not. And I have a friend who's told me to watch it. So, you know, one week, one weekend when I have the time, we're going to sit down and watch it. We're going to put him work in Thursday night one night over at Texas FM and, and bring up his Netflix account, and he's going to watch Bull Durham. That's how we're going to fix this problem. I don't force people to watch movies because ultimately you're probably going to end up making him um, feel like, eh, it's not as good as they tried to sell it to me. They oversold it, and so he doesn't like it. So if you just happen to mention to a friend, hey, it's a really good movie. I bet you'd like it. Uh, then just leave it that way, you know, just leave it, just drop it. And if he wants to watch it, he'll watch it. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Don't force him. That's just my opinion. No, no, I'm going to force him to watch it. That's okay. just my opinion. Mm-hmm. And and we'll all be okay. Have you ever had a situation where you force somebody to watch a movie and they enjoyed it? Yes, mm. I have actually. Hmm. Mm. I'm trying to think. I bet there's been a moment where it's like, hey, we're watching this tonight. And, you know, you kind of get some eye rolls like, okay. But then it turns out. But see, when we, when me and my buddies watch movies, we're just having fun and laughing. And we're not like digesting the movie. It's not like we're, we're doing this for a class and we've got to write an essay about it. We will miss some important parts of the movies if we're just laughing. I mean, you forget. I made the interns watch The Three Amigos and take a test on it. 
You made them? I made them watch Three Amigos and take a test on it. Mm. Well, they were spending so much time with Jeff Haxton who was quoting lines and they had no idea what he was quoting. No, no wonder we can't get anybody to show up to work. <laughs> we hired actually one of those interns that had to take that and wanted to hire the other one. But uh, he was moving to Dallas that summer. So. Mm. And we've wished them nothing but the best. One of them worked here for quite a while. Anyhow, uh, on to a more pressing issue, and that's the Texas Tech Red Raiders versus uh, BYU. I am so disappointed in how we got here getting ready for the BYU game as Red Raider fans because this was the game, like, I circled in on the schedule. I was like, I'm going to find out a lot about BYU this week because, you know, first time we've ever played. Okay, excuse me. First time in my lifetime. First in the lifetime of most of the people who are listening to this program of taking on BYU. I'm not taking in a whole lot of Pac-12 after dark games in general on a Saturday. I'm usually doing the Double T 97 through Coors Light postgame show. So I'm a bit busy. Uh, the I was expecting this week to be a lot of fun and figuring out what they're like. And I heard that they give ice cream out in the stands. And that's like the one thing I've heard this week about BYU other than their... Uh, Run defense is better than their pass defense. And the reason we're here is because of what's been going on with Texas Tech. And we're all just so frustrated after the loss to Kansas. A, another head-scratching loss to Kansas State. And it just sucks. It's uh, It's been an interesting week. It's, I think uh, me personally... It's frustrating because I feel like, you know, I, I mean, I thought Kansas State before the season started, I thought I picked K-State to win that game. Even going into the game, I picked K-State to win that game. But I thought you'd see the Red Raiders continue the trend of who they had been the last couple of weeks. And uh, I thought that game could have gone either way and all of the above. And then to lose Baron Morton was pretty disappointing. Um, but that's just football. That's sports. It happens. Uh, I, I just didn't like our approach after that, and I didn't love our answers about it on Monday. And because of that, it's left me just wondering who you're going to be this week, you know, wh- how you're going to game plan, what the approach is. And that has me, uh, I don't want to say discouraged, but it has me worried. Were you pleased with Jake Strong's play last week? I th- I mean I loved his um I felt like he had good pocket presence. He looked like he made quick decisions. Um I, he showed a strong arm. He didn't necessarily throw an accurate arm, show an accurate arm. Um but I I just I like a quarterback that's not afraid to make a decision and is quick with them, whether it means tuck it and run, whether it means throw to a receiver, whatever, and he looked like a guy that was not the moment wasn't too big for him. Um, as far as he didn't get out there and he wasn't, he wasn't shaken or he wasn't timid, didn't look scared. Um, now again, trouble reading defenses and being accurate and timing on some things obviously was not good, but he's also a true freshman making his first ever appearance in a college football game. Right. So you, you, you expect growing pains for the most part. I thought he was okay and, uh, I'll have more confidence in him heading into this week. Um, for a couple of different reasons. Number one, he probably took even more reps this week. Um, they're probably game planning for him to, you know, that uses to, to help his strengths. And also, BYU's not a great pass defense. So I wouldn't be surprised at all to see him have a good day. And you, you touched on something that I kind of wanted to get to. He While he is making his first collegiate start, in the last three weeks, he's gotten the majority of the reps in practice from everything we keep hearing. Yeah, and, or at least and, a good number. Yeah, and that's got to help a kid sure. as he's getting ready to face a Big 12 defense. Even if it's a new Big 12 defense, they're still a Big 12 defense because they're in the conference. The And you mentioned a lot of things that I did take away from, from Jake, that he was making quick decisions, which is one of the things that I felt like at times Barron struggled with. I don't want to say he was holding on to the ball too long, but not making the decision quite fast enough, whatever that decision may be. 
I didn't think that was Baron Morton problem. I thought that was a Tyler Shuck. It was problem. definitely a Tyler Shuck problem. But I also yeah. thought, but it, in different ways though. I felt like Tyler Shuck was worth looking for the perfect play, as opposed to looking for the right play when he was doing his reads. Like, what's the perfect read here? I need to go through all of them to find it, as opposed to this one will give me seven yards. Let's take it right now. I'll worry about if I should have thrown the the three yard curl that was completely empty that he could have run for thirty. And move on and move the chains, if that kind of make concept makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. And I, I just didn't, don't think that was an issue. Me, personally, I didn't think that was an issue for Barron. Like I said, I thought that was more Shuck. Um, I also think that the pre-snap stuff of, of reading the defense, while I don't expect Jake, to just, Jake Strong to be better at it than Barron Morton was, I definitely think that Tyler was better at it than all three of them. Like, I think that's his biggest strength. Part of that is from the experience that he's seen so much from other defenses in his time between both Oregon and Texas Tech that you can't really hide a whole lot from him. Yeah, six years of experience compared to zero years. Yeah, it's a huge difference. For a high school, for a kid coming out of high school and playing his first year of Division One, or even Baron Morton, who's a redshirt sophomore. Big difference. And should also say something that I, we go into this week. And I picked Tech. I picked against Tech going into Kansas State. I picked against Tech going into Baylor. I picked against Tech going into Houston. And I'm picking for Tech this week. I do think the Red Raiders can win this game. The last time you went on the road, you played well. Probably played your best game you've played under Joey McGuire. Yeah, maybe most complete. The last time you Definitely lost Definitely one of the best. Yeah, you the last time you lost your quarterback in a game and then went to the next game, you won that game too. Handily. Took care of business against Houston. Mm-hmm. And while that score, when you go back and look at it, was an extended score, like you weren't in any danger of you controlled that game the whole way through. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm banking on this week. That that's the pattern we're gonna follow. Because we followed all the other patterns up to this point. Lose your quarterback. Oh, let's put a new quarterback in and not hand the ball to Taj Brooks. And lose. This has been the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 100-7thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.